You are listening to a Banzai Retro Club podcast. Language and topics may not always be appropriate for younger listeners. Press 1 for a groovy topic from the 1970s. Press 2 for an awesome topic from the 1980s. Or press 3 for a slamming topic from the 1990s. Please choose now. Too late. We have made your selection for you. Let's start the show. everybody and welcome back to Bonsai Retro Club. Uh, this is Suzanne uh, and I have Scott here also. Hey there. Hey. So we've, uh, we are returning to our uh, series on Freaks and Geeks, uh, which is a, a very cool series that we both found that we have a lot uh, a love for <laughs> as we <laughs> began to talk about it, um, that uh, was set in 1980 and had one series that has kind of become a, you know, a culty type of favorite out there for people. Um, and I recently kind of fell in love with. So, uh, so we are up to episode seven, right? Yes. yes. It's called Carded and Discarded. Um, because most of these, ep- most of the titles of these episodes, uh, you're seeing kind of will reflect like freaks and geeks. So they're this and that and, you know, yeah. Um, tests and brass, and this is uh, carded and discarded. So it's it's kind of clever, uh, but this is definitely my favorite episode. Um, and in fact, when we first ta- started talking about Freaks and Geeks, if you remember, I had said I had watched a couple of episodes that I had streamed on Netflix, and you know I was trying to get into it, and I didn't really jump at it. And mm-hmm. then you had started talking about it a bit again, and I was kind of intrigued. I went back and watched this episode because that's where I had kind of fallen off, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I really fell back in love with just the, the, the reality of this and how uh, the, the accuracy in the details of this whole series um, and how I realized that when it's, it's set in 1980 and mm-hmm. Lindsay is in 11th grade and that's when I started 11th grade. It's basically, you know, replaying my, um, my true life yeah. <laughs> in front of my eyes. Again, so, well, let me, uh, let me throw a little tidbit of information on this episode specifically mm-hmm. that, uh, Paul Fig uh, mentions in the booklet that I have, I've mentioned before. Yeah. He, yeah. I think says, I'm looking uh, at it. He says, this episode is sometimes referred to as the second pilot, since it was written to help us relaunch the series on a new night after we had pulled off the air for two months. Uh, Judd Apatow and I wanted an episode that would reintroduce all the characters and that would be a bit lighter than some of our other episodes. Um, And then we'll... I'm not going to read any more of that because I, I don't want to give spoilers quite yet. Uh, the rest <laughs> of the episode, although Carded is going to be part of that. But it's mm-hmm. it's like this is when they had they had changed some things up and the networks were changing things. Uh, so they had like a two month two month hiatus where they kind of and then they changed nights too, so that can always throw off a series. So yeah, that's was, a long time. Uh, that's yeah. a long time to go when you're only on. You've only done six episodes. Yeah. You know, and then yeah. you disappear. Yeah. So, well, I mean, this was on the fence of not being done at all. Like after that, that break, because the whole mm. the whole writers. This was during the writers' um, 
writer's strike. So a lot, of this, a lot of this happened during the writer's strike, and that's why I think it ended after 18 episodes versus, you know, being more to it. So anyway, mm-hmm. so that I just want to throw that little blurb out there about this episode. It's kind of it's it was a little more lighthearted and they, they kind of reintroduced the characters with a little bit more strength. So that might have been why it grabbed your attention. Yeah, why it's again. so strong. It's yeah. true. It's true. They came back strong with this, but um, they really did grab you. So, OK, what happens in this episode is that, OK, we've got uh, Sam and his his buddies um, and a new girl comes into school. And I believe she's, is she from Florida or California or someplace, you know, kind of breezy like that? She's from Florida, yeah. So, you know, she's very pretty and she doesn't know anybody. So she decides to come ask if she can sit with the guys. They, they invite her to come sit down at their, what the little does she know is the geeky table. Right. <laughs> and uh, it turns out she's, you know, she likes comic books and she's got kind of geeky knowledge and stuff and they're all getting along great and they cannot believe their luck that this very pretty girl with her beautiful long hair likes them and is right. talking to them because she has, you know, she hasn't developed like her a click yet. But um, and her name is Maureen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, and she seems very, you know, she's very nice. She seems like a very sincere mm-hmm. girl, you know, not like using them or anything. Right. Just. Yeah, just like, you know, she has some of the same interests and she doesn't care that they're, you know, the, the, the skinny, young looking guys as opposed to the football players. So um, so they are loving this um, and they decide that. Um, well, first of all, then uh, we see that she's kind of the shiny new toy in school Yeah. because I don't know if you remember that syndrome. I really do where somebody new came into school and it was someone you have not known since you were in second grade. Totally remember it. I remember there's a couple dudes that got like special attention when they moved from. Oh yes, See, I remember all the girls. (laughs) I remember all the girls who showed up and everybody was like, wow, who's that? Yeah. So it goes, it goes both ways. The guys, the guys have the same situation. Like, you know, suddenly this new this new guy moves to town, and all the girls are, oh, who's that? You know, same kind yeah, of the same they don't idea. Have baggage, <laughs> you know. They don't. You don't remember that time that they, you know, fell on their face in the playground in seventh grade, or you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> they they're starting fresh, and they just seem like this new, really cool thing. So you can see in this episode that other other cliques are noticing her and courting her, including. Mm-hmm. Vicky the bitchy cheerleader. <laughs> who's, Vicky the bitchy. You know, starting, nice. I like yeah, that. Yeah, Vicky, Vicky the bitchy cheerleader, right? The bitchy bossy one. Yeah. Who's, you know, like making making nice with her and, and talking to her in the halls. So, um, <clears throat> so Neil and Bill especially, I think, start to notice, hey, we better step up our game because yeah. before too long, she's going to realize that we're not the cool kids. We can't let and, her hang out with them. We can't, we can't yeah. let that happen. Yeah. Right. We can't let her. The, the cheerleaders are gonna, you know, suck her up. Yeah. They're alien. They're like aliens. They will suck her brain out. <laughs> so, so, uh, so they they get this idea. I think that's how this is generated. They decide to take her to dinner, to like an, uh, oh, no, you wait. know, a, was that before or after the rocket launch? 
I, I thought it was before, but I, I haven't watched after. the episode in a while. I think it's after because it kind of ends as like a, a climax to the episode where they kind of come to grips okay. that she's drifting away. Okay. Okay. All so right. So we got to talk about this... the rocket scene. Yeah. Okay. So they decide they they realize that she's like she likes science. You know, mm-hmm. like she likes all the same things that they do. So they decide that oh, whose rocket was it? Is Bill's rocket? It was huge. Well, they had they all had rockets, but Bill's well, they all had rockets. Bill's was huge, and she yeah, Bill had the big impressive <laughs> rocket. Yes, well, but... he was the big, he was the tallest of them, so that's appropriate. <laughs> okay, so this this scene always stands out to me, and I know this. I, I'm not going to steal your thunder. What song was playing during this scene? Uh, Rosa, is that that one was Rosalinda's eyes? Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah, see, this is what else killed me, which I, I know you know all this, right? Yeah. This is what killed me about the episode. They pulled two Billy Joel songs. Um, actually, it looks like there's three. I'm looking at the list. It looks like there's three. There's three. I'm trying to remember where, where each of them were. But um, I know when she first walks into the classroom, they play C'est Toi. Right. Which is, mm-hmm. you know, and these are all off of Billy Joel's Glass Houses, which came out that year. I love the cover was, of that album. Just the cover oh, of that great album is cover. perfect. It's one of my favorite covers, really. Great cover. Anyway, go on. And Yeah, yeah. And so they sing this song, and she's walking through the classroom in, in slow motion, and I just wanted to die because yeah. Billy Joel was really very special to me in, mm-hmm. in those years. The years when you're like, just everything is just torturous. Like, every moment is embarrassing. Yeah. But, you know, you can go home and you can listen to Billy Joel and you can feel like somebody understands you, you know? That's kind of what that album and the one before meant to me. Yeah. Well, that's uh, cool. I'm, it's really neat to hear when people have very specific albums that jump out with them as, as uh, emotionally tied to, you know, like really strong emotions. Mm-hmm. So... Um, so they're to jump back to the, the rocket scene, Rockets, yeah. one of my, I think it, it, it's my favorite line of the whole episode is there's, they're playing the song mm. or, or they don't no they're not playing the song yet. She, she, they're at like, they're in like, um, the school park parking lot or recreation area. And they're going to launch off these rockets. And, and they invited her to do that with her and with them. And they had showed up before her and she comes up. She's like off in the distance and she starts running towards them. <laughs> and Neil goes, oh, my God, she's running towards us. <laughs> <laughs> like they still can't. This is just a dream. Yeah. Just a dream. This beautiful girl. Running with the hair flapping, you know. Oh, <laughs> They're like, "How long is this gonna last? When is it gonna? When is the bubble going to burst?" And then that's when the <laughs> when the music montage of them rocking. La, la, or she comes up to him and she goes, "Oh my God, Billy, your rocket is huge." I just thought that was a funny line too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. He did have the big rockets. You have to give yeah. him credit. So then they start into the Rosalinda's eyes kind of a music montage uh, of them shooting the rockets off and they kind of, they're all having fun and trying to catch the rockets as they come down with their parachutes. and Right. And they're laughing like crazy and yeah. they're bonding and it's just a beautiful moment. Yeah. And that is one of my all time favorite Billy Joel songs. Um, it's a beautiful song. lyrics. Yeah, it is. 
Uh, and one of those songs, like, like I, I still think they use some of the not quite as well-known songs as the, as in the soundtrack, probably mm-hmm. because then, you know, there were probably budget concerns. Right. And it's easier to do Rosalinda's Eyes than, you know, one of his big hits. But to me, that was a really, really special song. And I think it's one of his best. And yeah. it gave a really good feel to that montage of them just milking this whole situation. And yep. just just all of them were in love with her. They were fighting over who was going to be the one to, you know, <laughs> try and get her to go out on a date. Yeah. Right? Which, which they end <laughs> up with, uh, you know voting uh with pieces of paper and a hat do you remember that (laughs) i do i do (laughs) and it ends up being bill that gets to ask her out but i don't think it ever happened i don't remember if it ever actually happens (laughs) like no i don't think so she gets drawn away but um yeah this and now there is a side story in this one too yes it's a good side story see even the side stories are, are parallel, you know, levels of 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 good, of quality, let's yes. say. So, <clears throat> okay. So now um, we switch to Lindsay and mm-hmm. the Freak Friends, which yeah. I don't, I, I kind of object to that word, but it's, you know, it's part of the, the lexicon of the show. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Lindsay and her friends uh, all want to go see um, uh, this band that, everybody's got to see it's just like the big cool band that's playing um in town and everybody knows how great they are but nobody's seen them it seems you know right. everybody's just saying oh yeah we gotta go catch them we gotta go catch them which what well, i can't remember the name of that band what was the name of that band feedback feedback okay that's perfect that's <laughs> which perfect. is good i mean that fits right, right <laughs> into everything that they're doing and i'm telling you i, I still think like we mentioned in the last episode, Static is still one of the best names for a it band. Is. It would it would have fit right into that whole thing too. Absolutely, they could yeah, have thrown perfect. that into the storyline easily. <laughs> so anyway, they go to okay. they, they're trying to see feedback. They want right, to. except they're all under they're all underage. So they right. they you know they they go see this guy at the mall who says he's got a connection and he's going to get them IDs and. And, and um, you know, none of it is working out, and they're all – and finally, Lindsay um, runs out of patience, and she has she has some cash for some reason. That, you know, maybe it was a, uh, like a birthday a card birthday, that came yeah, or something. I, I think her, yeah. her aunt and uncle sent her like 200 bucks for a birthday. Yeah, they sent her cash. They sent her cash, and she was yeah. like, forget it. I know what I'm doing. And she goes back to Millie and says, remember your freaky cousin who used to <laughs> do such – was, who was like in jail or whatever it right. was? Tell them we want IDs. Um, So so she brings what? um, She brings, is it Daniel and... um, And Nick. uh, Yeah, Daniel and Nick go with her. Because first they they had the the ID, the fake IDs from the guy at the mall. Yeah, Um, which didn't match them. They were all like different ethnicities and didn't, you know. Like one was Asian, (laughs) like how they get, you know, they're not going to be Right, and he was like, no, it's just I'm from Canada and I'm Asian. Daniel, the dirty white boy, is not going to pass as an Asian. Right, did Uh, not work out. But Ken got to keep his because he kind of, it kind of resembled him a little bit. Okay, the guy, uh, What was that guy's name? Like, is Howie. Howie was yeah. the guy at the mall, and so he goes. He's looking at him, and he's like sizing him up to try to get their fake IDs. Originally, he's like, "Okay, brown hair, brown eyes, brown yeah. hair, 
brown all you eyes. Need. <laughs> brown hair, brown eyes. Okay. I got you. I got all, you know, he's like, he's like memorizing this, you know, brown hair, brown eyes. And that's what they end up. Yes. With. They're all interchangeable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, typical Midwest kind of uh, white folk that are, you know, mm. yeah, it's very much like that. Yeah, anyway, so, so Howie <laughs> only gets one right by getting, you know, Ken gets his because they get kicked out of one bar. They try going and they get their, they they don't get their, uh, or they get their IDs taken away from him or something. But anyway, mm. so they end up going to his cousin or her cousin, like. Yeah, Millie's cousin. Yeah, Millie's cousin. Right, I think it, it was Millie, Millie's yeah. cousin. And, and he's in just this dilapidated trailer or something like that where you know he he brings him in there and he's flirting with Lindsay right in front of Nick and they're <laughs> and they're like you know looking around like any minute somebody's going to j- come in and jump them and um yeah. and he he stands them behind this template this like l- life-size template of yeah. you, know, you know that like you would that somebody painted up that has a hole in it where the person's face would be and the rest of it is a drawing a great big drawing of the driver's license and you stand back a certain amount of feet and you take the picture and then that's the actual person's face on a a representation of the driver's license and then he has a laminator right he's all making like the laminator so freaking cool you know (laughs) like hey don't touch the laminator well and one of that guy that guy's name is uh kevin corgan the actor he's pretty funny I, i like him he's i've seen him in a couple other things but he when they before they came in the house, they had he had like roosters out there, <laughs> and and my wife and I still use this term, okay. He, you know, like Nick was or Daniel was gonna reach down and like touch, try to touch one of the roosters. Oh, he's like, he got mad, right? He's like, get away from the rooster. It's it's not <laughs> a it's not a petty petty nice nice kind of, you know. And he says petty petty nice nice, and petty, I very, swear. Nice, nice. So freaking rooster. I'm going to tangent just Running a, real, wild. real quick for a second. <laughs> so today we got an application and um, for to foster a greyhound. Mm. Yeah, we, we were going through the application and this person has snakes. Oh, boy. And and my wife is on the phone with her and she's like, yeah, I just I, I'm not a big fan of snakes. You know, they're not petty, petty, nice, nice. <laughs> So she actually used that term today. (laughs) And they're not. Yeah, and it's from us seeing this episode and and getting that because we just got a kick out of that the way he did. It's not a petty, petty, nice, nice kind of (laughs) rooster. So, yeah. Anyway, so. Like like the real, you know, like the lovely domestic roosters that we keep in our homes. But. (laughs) The ones okay. that are lying next to my greyhounds right now. Yeah. No, not. Oh, <laughs> so, you know, I actually went through that. I actually got a fake ID that was done that way in college. No way. But, yeah, I swear. But, like, they were art students at Pitt. And if you paid them, like, 25 bucks, you would go up to the dorm room and they put the template up and you stood next to it and you smiled. And they, like, gave you a choice of which signature. Like, they had great big signatures that they would, like, kind of Velcro on. So I think I probably still have it somewhere because it was just wow. so hysterical. It you worked still so have well. That? I think I do still have it somewhere. Oh my gosh! It worked you... so well. My name was Julie Wolf. Nice. <laughs> nice and alias. Now, That's a good one. Yeah. Dude, it, was well, it, I had it, a choice of like four. Was it E on the end or just W L F W O L F? E on the end. E on the end. I think nice. Julie, yeah, oh. I think it was Julianne Wolf. Yeah. Nice. 
She I used really to show it off to people. You're like, can you pull it out? What this is? Right. <laughs> it okay. was actually a Pennsylvania license, and I lived in New York, so you know. Welcome back to another episode of Bonsai Retro Club. I want to introduce <laughs> to you Julianne Wolf. Julianne Wolf tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that could be like my drag queen alias or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. I can't believe that. You, you should really, if you could send us all a picture of that ID, that would be sweet. Oh, my God, if I could find it. I'll look if it up. I ran it. across it somewhere recently. That would be well, not that freaking recently. awesome. I would love that. So, okay, anyway, this is this is the side story, the, the card, you know, getting the ID cards and then wanting to go see feedback, which mm. <laughs> is also yes. ends up being kind of an odd, awkward situation. Yes, so. that kind of caps off the, the episode, though. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> so they're all psyched. They have their IDs. They're going down to the bar. They get in. No problem. They sit down in the front row, and they're banging for their beers. Bring us alcohol. Blah, blah, blah. And feedback starts, and they're screaming and cheering until the lights come up. And the lead and the lead guitarist slash singer is their guidance counselor, Mr. Jeff. Rosso. Yes, Jeff, Mr. yes, Mr. Rosso, <laughs> <laughs> who then announces to the entire club, "Hey, we've got some guests here from the, from our local high school. There's and they're with there's the band. Lindsay, there's Nick. There's there's Kim. Give them all sodas." Yeah, and they're they're with the band Creation. He even mentions that. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, See, and they had been making fun of him all this time for him yeah. like breaking out into song and strumming his guitar for them, you know, as they're you know having having counseling sessions. So. Right. Oh look, so what are these? Was... What's that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Yeah, it's good stuff, and they actually. They sounded pretty good. They were having, they, you know, Mr. Rosso and his band, which feedback. Uh, yeah, were, surprised them. They, they, they were a decent band for. Right, well, uh, that was the irony band. of it. Yeah. Yeah, that was the irony of it was that he was actually in a decent band that they were all fighting tooth and nail to go see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, they've been making fun of him for ages. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's some funny stuff. So you want to go back and. Uh, talk more about Maureen and and yes so now I'm trying to remember the circumstances under which that they decided that they were all going to go out together was Mm -hmm. it that they couldn't decide who was going to date her so they sort of all did uh I yeah I can't remember how that ended up all I know is that they mentioned something about it's uh all you can eat ribs yeah the all you can eat buffet they Uh went to um and they all went there and, and kind of sat down, and the, the waiter was like razzing them, and you know they were afraid at that at by that point that she was getting tired of them maybe and was was ready to move on to the parties with the cheerleaders and such. Right. Um, but it turns out that she was just as much of a goof at, with them as ever, and you know she kind of slipped away for a second and what changed like the chalk writing on the menu to like yeah, be like scatological it, things. <laughs> I think it was like as they were leaving the, they were like getting ready to leave the restaurant and her 
ride showed up or something. She started walking out and they looked at the chalkboard that she was standing in front of. And she had like erased something and put the word yeah, butt. Yeah, yeah but something. B U T T or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, like just something really silly and geeky yeah. that, you know. And, and they were like, she's still our girl. I think Neil's like, how can you not love this woman or something along those lines? <laughs> yeah, it was adorable. Yeah, it, it was is. adorable. And then and she kind of she kind of went on her way and went and started hanging out with uh, Vicky, the bitchy cheerleader, eventually anyway. But she always seemed to be very nice and, and friendly towards the boys anyway. Yeah, I think she stayed true to her character as far as she really seemed like a nice girl and she seemed yeah. to have a lot of fun with them, you know, like yeah. not like just I'll hang around with you guys for now and then I'll move on. Um, and she did end up being one of the, the cheerleader chicks, um, but I don't think she really forgot about them. She still had some – they had some like, you know, wink, 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 nod, nod moments here and there. Yeah. They would. They brought her in a, a couple other episodes later on, just real quick, uh, as a friend or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think so. And I was surprised. There was one in the uh, um, in the outtakes, in the commentary, and the deleted scenes mm-hmm. when the episode were. Now we're skipping forward. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Um, the episode where, where Bill ends up in the hospital. Oh yeah. There is a scene that didn't appear in the actual episode. Where Vicky and Maureen go to visit him in the hospital, and well, they, are fawning and oh, we're, we were so worried about you, Bill. Please, I hope you're all right. And uh, you know, it was it was kind of touching. <laughs> yeah. Well, they do go to the hospital. They do show the scene where they go to the hospital, but they're talking to Neil and Sam. Mhm. But they don't okay. actually go in and talk to Bill. That, no, at think, least, yeah, well, the, the, the outtake must have been where they go. Uh, yeah, maybe it was like a longer version of the yeah. scene or something, oh, yeah, but they made, a, they made a big deal over him. Yeah. They made a big deal yeah. over Bill. Yeah. So, yeah. which was just kind of sweet that Maureen came and, you know, was there for him. Yeah. So, but, you know, too bad it didn't make it to the, to the final, final version. Yeah, final yeah. version of it. So, um, awesome, awesome episode. Mm-hmm. Really, there's some definitely some strong strong moments in it that are memorable for both of us obviously um Mm -hmm. so we we did talk about most of the music there was another uh song 18 is which was performed by feedback and then american band was also done by feedback so all very telling of the times of uh of that era so Mm -hmm. very popular songs at the time yeah absolutely Great music in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, I know that the Billy Joel section was very ah. very memorable for you. That's awesome. That killed me, yeah. And I got to <laughs> tell you, so Rosalinda's Eyes, I know that's your, probably your favorite of the three that were featured, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so when this episode came out, I hadn't heard that song in years. Um, and since that time... I've always put it in my mix of like what we're calling yacht rock now. Okay. So you know it yacht goes rock, it, kind yeah. of, it 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 has gotten into my yacht rock mix uh, <laughs> since since the time that I saw this and this this was back in like 2000 when this was out. Wow. So well, it, well it should it raced being on the yacht rock tr- uh, track list. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So it's always something that we hear 
on a pretty regular rotation uh, when we're out on the boat, you know. May nice. not, it may not be a yacht, but it's a boat. <laughs> and we're Looking. on the water. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Listening to tunes. Oh, yeah. And there's not much better than that. So, <laughs> well, with this, with the coronavirus uh, situation, we, our boat club got shut down for a while. Uh, they, wow. They were closing the marinas, and we were like, we thought that was like the last bit of reality that we could hold on to. Because it stayed open longer than pretty much everybody else. Um, we just got an email today that they were opening back up on uh, Wow, tomorrow. good for you. They're opening back up tomorrow. That's terrific. That's we, terrific. We don't have a boat reserved for another week and a half but or two weeks. <clears throat> but we're glad that they're opening it back up. Now they've got to open up Nine. the beaches. So. By the time I get this all edited and put together and these are all released, this mm. news may be fairly old. <laughs> Let's hope. We may be into, we may be into uh, yeah, we might be into June by the time this all comes out. Anyway. Yeah, um, but you know where we're coming from now. Yeah. Okay, so, but in any case, yeah, it was a very, it was a, uh, it was a great episode. It was an, a, a lot of great music and s- strong emotions and uh, a lot of things I related to. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so look at that. We, I think we did it. We, we're right at 30 minutes from when you said you wanted to. Yeah. Look at that. So, we were able to, to sum it up. up. So, <laughs> um, time. do you want to wrap it up then? Sure. Sure. Okay. Okay. Well, in, in uh, that case, you can uh, reach us at uh, bonsairetroclub.com. In fact, we just uh, kind of revamped the, uh, the podcast uh, site. You can see some info on the team. Um, or you can also find us on, uh, iTunes and, uh, iHeartRadio and, you know, you can check it out and leave a review here and there. Uh, also you can find us on social media. I think Dave is, uh, on, on Twitter for bonsairetroclub.com. Um, Scott is 80s auto reverse. Rose is 80s music girl. And I'm, uh, Suze Mataboni. Uh, plus, I have a blog, blog at uh, SuzanneMataboni.com with some fun stuff here and there. Uh, and, um, yeah, I think that should do it for now. We'd like to remind everyone to be excellent to each other, especially through, you know, crazy times such as we're living now. And, uh, yeah, party on and all that. Thanks. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, Bye. We'll talk to you next time. Okay. This has been a Bonsai Retro Club production. Bonsai Daniel Zed! <laughs>